Hi everyone, this is Thomas. This is the 19th episode of Signals. Thanks so much for joining. I was on a call today with an advisor who interrupted the call to tell me that if I had hair, it would be on fire. And it's with that image that I bring you my enthusiasm for the subject of today's episode, Real Ideas. Let me explain what I mean by real ideas. We have four institutions in trial right now using the product and it is fascinating how you really don't know how users are going to use your product until you give them the product to use. And I think that's why the famous Reid Hoffman quote is both funny and true. I'm paraphrasing here, but the quote is, if you're not embarrassed by your first product release, you have released too late. The point is, in order to understand your product, you have to get users using your product. And so despite the lack of hair on fire that I possess, I'm excited about the demand our product is producing. I want to briefly go through the four institutional workflows and their feedback, which can, I think, both validate and inform our product vision. Executing on these requests to improve the product is how we will find product market fit and grow the business and it is how we'll integrate into investment processes and portfolio management workflows so that users get maximum utility from our product. So let's go through the four use cases. One is a large sell site institution that has an event-driven business where they're moving institutions from legacy portfolios to target portfolios. Now what they really wanna see from Point Focal is an alternative data summary of performance context. So imagine over the duration of the event, they can identify stocks that are outliers, which had a large impact on their performance, either to the upside or downside, and see through off-exchange activity, market structure sentiment, earnings information, news activity and sentiment, overlaying this alternative data context on top of the event, can help explain performance. So that is exactly what we're now designing and building, an event-driven report that covers an end-to-end -end market event where performance is explained with quantitative alternative data. We're excited to create this. It's not exactly how we design the product, but it's also not a great leap from what we're doing with our reporting engine to create this content. The second use case input comes from a buy side small cap manager who became an early adopter of our ESG analytics. However, since they've been in the product, they have actually spent a lot of time with our market structure sentiment and our performance reporting. They have ideas about different views they'd like to see, tweaks to the way we're presenting information. And with respect to the ESG content, they wanna see portfolio information overlaid on top of their holdings so they can explain their ESG footprint to their customers. And so PMs can understand when they're filtering for stock selection, how portfolio turnover will affect their ESG footprint. So the demand here is to improve the performance reports and bring portfolio analytics into our ESG views. That's the feedback from the second set of users. The other fundamental manager right now giving us feedback has a quantitative component to their process. You might call them quantumental. They have something that is not uncommon in the trading world. It's a very large, messy, and unglamorous spreadsheet that contains an analysis. So this particular manager does not actually care how their portfolio is doing in terms of absolute performance. 
What they care about is how their portfolio is doing versus their benchmark. And they care about this a lot. Their Excel analysis hosts a suite of fundamental analytics that compares their portfolio to their benchmark so they can analyze the difference between holdings in their portfolio and the holdings of the benchmark. And on a weighted basis, they can view metrics like return on equity, return on assets, margins, free cash flow, earnings, earning revision trends. It's really an elegant way to decompose holdings versus a benchmark and understand performance attribution to see what's driving performance to the benchmark on a weighted basis. What they would really like to see and why I'm so excited is for their analysis to be productized, which is to say fully automated with analytics and narratives that make it easy for them to understand and act on this analysis and to do so with higher confidence in the process because it's running in a more efficient manner. It's a great workflow to create and it's not something we could have created without user feedback, without this real idea. The fourth use case is probably the most challenging on one hand, but also the most easily understood in terms of what's required to deliver a solution. This is a sell side manager with 10,000 orders on their desk any given day. So consider for a moment this type of process. They cannot do anything manually. They can't do anything from a discretionary standpoint. The entire experience needs to be exception-based alerts. So surfacing issues or insight across their order flow that can influence the way that they manage their orders. But before we can do even that, we need to get the holdings related to their orders into Point Focal. And that requires systematic integration to a book of record, whether it's an accounting system, portfolio management system, or an order management system that reflects their information in Point Focal as orders and positions come into the firm. So insight can be produced in a way that's useful to the service provider. Now, once we have this integration in place, I think we can sync back to the other sell side use case where you've got an event. In this case, the event is the duration of a series of orders and the post-trade report looks at the performance outliers and explains them through alternative data. Now we're combining use cases to create more utility and I think that opens up other opportunities for how we communicate post-trade information to the sell side business. So these are the areas of demand we're seeing from users, which I believe is a great way to develop a product and ultimately will help us find product market fit. Lastly, for today, I want to just communicate, I'm starting to piece together the next focus signal written content, which will be about the fiercely debated and I think often misunderstood three-letter acronym, ESG. Wherever you stand philosophically on ESG funds, scores, and regulations, my goal is to produce a meaningful ESG explanation. Doesn't mean I will succeed, but that is the aim. Okay, thanks so much for listening to my enthusiasm today for real ideas. I appreciate you following along, and I will see you next time on what will be a milestone 20th episode of Signals. Cheers.